Hi, and welcome to another... Mm-mm. Hi, and welcome to a blooper episode. That was what I was supposed to say, right? I just supposed to say I'm Fitz Rochelle. Oh, okay. So, Fitz? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try again. And that is how you introduce a blooper episode. I'm Sensei Michelle. I'm Sensei Jackie. And we're going to tell a few stories. And share a few bloopers. That didn't make it into the episodes over the last six months. So let's get started. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. So we're going to start out talking about an actual karate technique using a lapel. Now, if you didn't hear the L episode and you don't know what a lapel is, it's the little area on a person's jacket where it rests across their chest. And we're going to try to tag the L episode in our show notes. So here's what we decided about techniques. Listen and enjoy. So on the lapel grab, there are a few things you can do. You can grab the the hand back against you and trap the person, Mm -hmm. or you can peel that hand off of the lapel Correct? Or you could strike down at the elbow area. Do you have a favorite way you like to, to a favorite? I know you mm. know all the ways, but do you have a favorite way? I mean, for me, of course, it's the strike, the master collegians. Ah, you like the, uh, an iron palm in the elbow area. Yes. Nice. For me, I think it's probably because I've done it the most times, it's the peel. But sometimes it's not a peel with a peel because it's hard to get someone's hand away from their gi top when they have really dug their fingers in. Which is an encouragement for you to get into a dojo to see how it's done, right? So you're forcing me to take the hand trap, which I do (laughs) love. I do love that technique to step back and trap the hand and then it leads usually into a knee strike or something like that. Or even just hitting them right in the throat. Oh, yeah. Good follow-up on that (laughs) trap. All right. So there we're going to leave you with lapel grabs. This is an encouragement for you to come and record because this kind of thing happens all the time. Yes, it does. And I don't think we need to say anything more. It'll explain itself. Enjoy. I'm going off air for a second and I'm going to say I was being waited on by a guy who was about not older than 24 mm-hmm. in CVS. And he and the lady ahead of me were having a conversation about how he loves nostalgic things. He still has a beeper. Mm. He's, it doesn't hook up to anything anymore, right. but he's going to hold on to it till it's worth $300. <laughs> he still has a Furby doll. And, I don't know that is. Yeah. And so from the, he thinks he's from the 90s and no. he's still, it was his original <laughs> doll. And he still has a VHS player, which is the only reason I got into the conversation because I said wow. me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to get us back on track. Sorry about that. Listen close because it only takes a second to hear that Siri is always listening to us. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I, oh, I think she's giving a judgment. Siri's listening. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay, let's get back to some actual episodes. We're going to put in some bloopers from our Genghis and our Gatan episodes. Did you ever think I would put those two words in the same sentence? I never thought so. <laughs> Here goes. So let's start with Genghis Khan. And most of you know that when we do a famous figure, we try to mention movies and pop culture where you might find them. And these clips are about that. Through some of the video games? Us. I only know one movie. I can tell you the movie. What? Genghis Khan with John Wayne. 
There's a Genghis Khan with John Wayne. In, yeah, John Wayne plays wow. Genghis Khan, which is hilarious because he's literally the cowboy that playing is Genghis so Khan. Wrong. That's on why it's so fam- many levels, and that's why it's famous. Has Sensei J seen that one? I don't know. I'll write it down and ask him. And huh. it all happened by accident. I tried to push another movie, but that movie came up. And I was watching it on my Pluto app, and it wouldn't go away. So I said, all right, I'll watch just it. Just accept it, your fate. That's And my fate was to see Genghis. It was a meant to be. Is that and the one where they take him to the mall or something? No, this is the one where George Carlin plays like the guy who's their destiny he- um, history person. And he has the oh, phone booth vis-a-vis oh, Doctor Who that travels through time. Uh-huh. And they collect up Socrates, Billy the Kid, and they bring it all back for their history report. <laughs> It is so hilarious. And that, on top of me just saying in our last movie review how I don't like slapstick, this movie was so funny. Here's one of the jokes you tell me if you think it's funny. Because they were supposed to be not well-read, you know, teenagers who weren't paying attention in school. They, When they met Socrates, they called him Socrates. <laughs> and they called him Socrates through the whole movie. Yeah, that's funny. It was so it's, funny. It's so stupid it's funny. That's what I was saying. <laughs> All right, so there it is. You really don't get to know Genghis in the Bill and Ted's movie, but he is in it, and he's in it like six times. Is he in this costume? Oh, they all are. They all wear their costumes through the whole thing, even when they do go to the mall, which they do end up in a mall at one point, but they end up in a million places. That's the only part I remember seeing a clip of, is they go to a mall and try to pick up girls. Yes, that's exactly And and like the historical figures fail. And when they go back in time, they try to pick up girls. And all we have from Gatan is a poop joke? Suimokai.poopoo.jp. I'm not really sure about the whole poopoo thing. It makes me giggle like I'm four. <laughs> it's P-U-P-U. <laughs> I've got to grow up. I'm sorry. But thank you for doing all that hard work of saying all that, Sensei Jackie. Real quick, I want to add, there was no disrespect intended towards Gatan Sukashigi. What an interesting Zen master. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, he certainly was. And we will tag that episode into our show notes. Speaking of people that we respect, here's a couple of outtakes with our friend Sifu, Rob Jones. The first one is about stretching, and we really laughed with him about that one. And the second one is just our take on the fact that although we all know there are bad instructors out there, all of us agree that if you're out there punching and kicking, good on you. Same with stretching. You can't do you can't do the splits in one lesson. No way. <laughs> Not if you want to walk the next morning. That's for sure. Well, yeah. Well, do you do a lot oh, yeah. of um, partner stretching? We do some. I would say twenty five percent of our stretching is with partners. How about you guys? Yeah, about the same. Exactly the same. About twenty five percent. I mean, we got what we call the um, the boat race. You know, the Oxford and Cambridge boat race yes, in yes. the UK. Well, one goes with the legs out and the with the feet on the ankles, and then we hold hands and then we go, change <laughs> round. And then we, so what we do, we make it a bit fun, you know, for the especially for the kids, because the kids love it. And we go, right, the left hand side is Oxford, the right hand side is Cambridge. Ah. So you know, Cambridge, <laughs> Oxford. I like that. No. That's right. No, Thank no, goodness. No. <laughs> Everything has its own skills. Hey, you see, I have an aspect on this, and I say, oh, this style's better than that style, that style's better than this. What a load of 
cobras. <laughs> now, I'm going to explain why. I'm going to give you a, a, a little simple question, okay? Which is the most skillful, chess or ice hockey? <laughs> it's apples and oranges. And what's the answer? The answer is this. They're both equal because they have their own individual skills. And that's the same as the martial arts. Can I go off of recording for just a minute and say, have you guys read about a group of people that play chess and box around? No. And then try to play chess again and box another round. I really read about this in real life. And I thought to myself, oh, well. okay, brain damage is in your future, dude. And therefore chess is going to be out the door. But let me get back on track. Even my instructor used to say, there's no such thing as bad training. Just get out there and learn to defend yourself. Correct. So, and However, he didn't say it like that, but that's what he said to us. That's right. I have seen some instructors that are out and out absolutely dangerous. Yes, yes. I have too. Yes. But that's the instructor. Assume, we'll, not, we'll buy and buy that. Yeah, that's the instructor. That's not, not the style. Not the material. Not the style. That's the instructor, yeah. correct. Yeah, and that's a shame, but you're going to find that in every single thing. A Absolutely. lot like what you were saying about other things. You're going to find that in chess. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this next clip is only about six seconds long with our really good friend, Sheehan T.D. McKinnon. I believe Sheehan McKinnon was the man who introduced us to Sifu Rob Jones. How cool is that? Wow. Sheehan's a wonderful man, and in this clip, he uses a word that I would like for all of us to keep in our thoughts all the time. So even though it's only six seconds, I'm including it. This next one is, is one of my favorites. Um, Fudishin is uh, indomitable and in, incorruptible. It's the achievement of a clear oh. and determined mind. <laughs> Let's just take a laughter break with some of our word mess ups. But here's some details according to Timothy James. But here's some details according to Timothy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to put this one on the old reel or the new. And the important and the important part is that he was playing with it. We started in because I laughed so hard, <laughs> and I know you, that it'll be in in the microphone. Okay, let's move on to how they were made. Oh, okay. Let, I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> I got, I got, I got it now. Then. <laughs> I wrote it and I couldn't figure it out. Okay, you ready? Yes. Let's move on to how they were made. For God's sake, pull it together. I chopped. Uh-uh. I chopped. <laughs> I shopped at Colorado Boomerangs. You can uh, click the link for it. For, you can click the <laughs> Wait, link. I'm laughing. You can't do it while I'm laughing. Okay. But I think I'll take us to another of... Um, of his strategies. No, what is it? I'm and his strategy expert. Oh, you want to get here? You want to do online? What's the strategy yeah. expert saying? You're so right. Subatai. I think I'll take us to another of his. We were talking. Sorry. Sorry. One more time. He was, you are so right. You are so right. <laughs> but I think. Not now, because now I'm just laughing. <laughs> Sorry, Jackie. Okay, we can we get you all jacked. We got We're Jack. feeling the time crunch. We've still got 31 <clears throat> minutes. We got her all jacked up. Get it? Got it. <laughs> You're so right. I I want he died from internal injuries again because something okay. went ba boom. Okay. 
He died from internal injuries when he fell off his horse. How did the animals, I, I spit, so I'm going to say that again. How did the, <laughs> I know you're, I'm sorry to make you laugh, but. <laughs> Outside noise is our arch nemesis. This is another opportunity for us to say to you, come on the show and hear for yourself. The trio we have right now is planes, paper, and phones. The indomitable three Ps. See what I did there? Got it. <laughs> so one way is that when they don't have airplanes. planes. <laughs> <laughs> you could tag it in that it is made with aircraft grade. <laughs> and we haven't in months we haven't said planes, trains, and automobiles. Just I'm saying so it right proud now. Of us. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. You have to see the movie. No, he doesn't. But it is funny. Okay. Where'd I go? I lost my point. Okay, um, here we go. I have it. One way. <laughs> you guys were synchronized. <laughs> I saw her movie something. I gotta do it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Exactly. Vendors. Yes. Right? I'm gonna say small street of vendors again. And I also forgot to put my phone on quiet. Oh. Yeah, sorry. That's cool. No worries. I'm an editor. Well, I'm not really, but I do it. It should be quiet now. He plays one on TV. <laughs> we even have bloopers during our ad. And now we have an ad and a blooper all in one. So that's a way to go. We like it that way. 945-770. And you can reach her. I can get this. And you can reach her at 770-945-5150. Or honor-athletics.com, or better yet, just scroll down in our show notes and click the link. And don't forget to say Wildcat Dojo for your 10% discount. And while we're asking for your support, will you remember to look for the support, the show link? Boy, that's a mouthful. Um, as you scroll down the show notes looking for episodes, we'd really appreciate your couple of dollars just to help support the show. That's it. That's it. And now we're back to a few stories from some of our guests. Our first story will be from Sensei Randy as he tells us about good choices of anime for the youngsters. We were watching Demon Slayer at the time. Maybe I'll tag the episode. What would an anime be that you have seen that you would recommend for somebody under the age of 10? Um, Because I may check it out. It, oh, that's hard because it'd mostly be like kid shows. So it'd be shows that you think of like kids, like a good anime for kids is still Pokemon. It's the go-to. That's why it's been around for, I don't know what, 25 years or so. It has been around a long it's time. It's been yeah, around a long time. What, what about Hello Kitty? Is oh, that def- animated? That's an anime. Okay. But that's really, but that's smart. more of a merchandising line more than an anime. And or isn't it for like three to six year old people as opposed to somebody? Oh no, it goes all ten? ages. It has a theme park. Oh, oh, really? You can go to Puro Puro Land in Japan oh, and ride wow. Hello Kitty rides. And my other question is, has always been, where does Sailor Moon fit in? Because some of the storylines there seem a little bit adult. That's definitely a more mature anime. That probably That's called a uh, shoujo anime. So it's geared towards uh, women, and it, Sailor Moon is more towards younger women because they also make anime for older women, too. But does she fight? Who, Sailor Moon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she fights like so, bad guys and stuff. Conceivably, it, we could watch it. Yeah, we could. Because it's a karate We could, idea. but it's not really choreographed fights. It's oh. mostly her taking her little head thing off and throwing it. 
but she's know, got friends that have these kind of yeah, like, but they know. have like powers. But it's not really like a fight, like a choreographed fight. It's more like you know, I'm going to do my firepower now, and I'm going to do this. Got I'm going to kick you. Okay, we're going to leave Demon Slayer behind. Okay, and go to the monks in our Sha- American Shaolin episode. That's right. Okay, this is contrast. Okay, so the first time I read the book, I didn't know as much about Buddhism as I do now. So the second time in reading when he was talking about feeling like, well, you're a monk, though, and you're supposed to be pure, and how he felt a little, con- a little, you know, unhappy with seeing the monks not behaving as monks. Now that I know you can be a monk and take off the robe and live like a normal person, and then you can put back the robe on, and as long as you're following the rules while you're in the robe, that's okay. It's not like being a priest. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. I know that either. Right. So it's a very different... So so it, it made a lot more sense that these monks would do their martial arts, and then all of a sudden they end up married and doing whatever, because it's not this lifetime commitment to the eight priests. Oh. Oh. I did not know that. So that's, that is really an eye-opener for me. Thank you. Sensei Lydia was here when we did our Jackie Chan episode. And that was a really good one, too. It was. She had done some research, which I had not found, on his philanthropic deeds. My, I got a frog in my throat. <clears throat> and we didn't include them in that episode. But we thought you might enjoy hearing them today. Right. We couldn't fit them in time-wise last time. So here you go. Okay, Sensei Lydia, take us home by mentioning some of his philanthropic um, work, would you please? Sure, Sensei, I'd be happy to. Off screen, he was directly involved in many philanthropic ventures, providing financial assistance to schools, universities, all around the world. He's actually a UNICEF goodwill ambassador, and he has campaigned against animal abuse, which is something I'm totally for. As we all are. And pollution and assisted with disaster relief efforts. There it is. And assisted with disaster and relief efforts to the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami victims. So that's that's very cool. He's a great humanitarian. Yeah, that's very cool that he did some nice things for people. We like that. So let's move on to the episode where we interviewed Kim about her journey in meditation and yoga. That episode got a lot of feedback, which is cool. It is cool. But one of the things that did not make the air was when we discussed some of our favorite meditations. So you're going to hear them now. Let us know what your favorite meditation is. All right. Well, you start us out, Kim. Do you have a favorite? Um, Okay. So I'm going to go with the Dharna. The Dharna is a guided meditation. And I enjoy those because... Whenever I hear one by my favorite yoga teacher, it is so relaxing. It's a nice voice. And the journey is such a beautiful one. And I find myself very relaxed into the story. They are nice. It's insulting to meditation to say it's like a great live play. You know where you get so immersed in it? I realize that it's insulting. Although people in the world of actors and they might say, hey, thanks, Michelle. <laughs> but I, I understand that immersion. I love that. Too. I like that. Okay. Where do you want to go, Matthew? Well, I like guided meditations as well. I think the story is very beautiful. Would you ever consider guiding one? Mm. Well, no, not really. I think that might be a, a fun challenge for somebody one day. We'll have to consider it. 
and mm-hmm. and play with it in the dojo because it, it doesn't have to be five minutes long. Mm-hmm. It could be ninety seconds or two minutes. Plenty of time for somebody else to get relaxed while you took them on a journey to the beach and you felt the waves on the toes. Now our audience is leaning back in their chair and closing their eyes and saying, keep going, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that takes us to you, Cynthia Jackie. I was actually thinking about how one night in the dojo, someone asked me, I guess it was you, Cynthia, to lead the, um, the meditation at the end of class. And that as I was leading it, I was doing it myself. And I'm not quite sure if I ever got to the end because, you know, the meditation was fun. As we get near the end of the show, we're going to put in an introduction. That's kind of weird, Sensei. Yes, it is. But when Sensei Timmy and Glenda were on the show for subjectivity and objectivity, they brought their daughter, Samara. And Samara didn't speak, so we didn't use her introduction. But it was so adorable that we think that you should hear all about it. I think it'll make you smile a little bit. And just for the record, Samara's here too, which is their third better half. That doesn't doesn't even make mathematical sense, but we like it. She's actually our first better half. Uh (laughs) Very good one. And finally, the best part of bloopers, more word mess ups. And according to the the site you cited. (laughs) You want that again? I like to leave uh, it. I love, I'll pick it up with the snake. I, 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 I said I a few too many times. This really isn't a blooper, but it was funny because I wasn't as formal as I like to be when I record, and it was cute, so I kept it. Hope it makes you slow. Hope it makes you laugh too. You're back on track, Jack. <laughs> Let me do it again. You're back on track, Sensei Jackie. It was in this period that people began calling him Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> it was in this period that people began calling him Jackie. The face that launched a thousand ships. I decided to type to waste two more minutes and say, you said it the way I typed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I'm going. Now I'm really no, ready. Defave. Yes, her name, is, her name is Defave. <laughs> <laughs> she's a rapper. That, and, and she's got her head on the front of the boat. <laughs> But the, the, the diva lost the thousand ships. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm back on track. All right. Well, I'm kind of excited to hear about. In fact, I'm not kind of excited. I am excited to hear about Let's that too. Excited. I'm stoked, psyched, ready, glad. No, sad. <laughs> Don't screw around like this. <laughs> You're gonna have to delete it out. <laughs> I know. I edited it all. Out. This is not. This is the best part. I am so super excited. <laughs> We used to excite it three times already. How about, how about already. a static? And that makes our blooper show, Sensei Jackie. What do we have left? I think what we have left is where people can get in touch with us and definitely tell us that they'd like to be on one of our episodes. And ideas and check us out all over the web at Wildcat Dojo, folks. They can write us at dojoconversations at AOL.com for the old-fashioned email. And the Instagram isn't just Wildcat Dojo. It's Wildcat Dojo Conversations, cute story why. Because when we tried to get Wildcat Dojo, it was, what was it? It was the most adorable dojo in Germany of children doing karate. you got to check them out, too. They're adorable. Oh, I wonder if they still are. We haven't looked at them in a while. But they were all wearing blue uniforms, and they looked so cute and crisp. All right, folks. 
Give us a holler anywhere. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, happy holidays this December 2023 and happy new year as we roll into 2024. Have a healthy one. Absolutely. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're We're signing signing out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.